faith is arising in this place. And, um, you know, again, I just want you to be, I want you to be sensitive, okay? I want you to be sensitive. When I was, when I was sitting there, just, the Lord was just, me and the Lord was just talking. You know, you you can get, you can come in here and your faith can get so built up that you go out there and you can be arrogant. Okay? Don't do that. The disciples came back, and this is a verse that the Lord reminded me of. The disciples come back, and they said, they, the demons and all of them are, are, they're subject to, you know, they're doing everything we say. And Jesus said, don't get too excited about that. But do get excited about your name being written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Get excited about that. So as your hope builds this morning, and, I, and, and it's going to, because I'm not letting you leave until you're hoped up. I want your faith built. But when it goes out that door, I want that love just to saturate you. And you go in there and you just tell, you just love people. And, and they'll, they'll feel your hope. They'll feel your, they'll feel your, they'll feel your, your confidence. And it doesn't have to be an arrogant confidence. Don't be arrogant, Rodney. Just, just love them. Just, 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 but, but let Jesus come out. Just let Jesus come out in everything you say and everything you do. You know, and, 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 and treat them like Jesus would treat them. Jesus don't make anybody look like a fool. He had a right. He, he could have made the woman at the, the well, the woman caught in adultery. He could have, he could have made Zacchaeus... You know, he could, have, he could have made all of them look like fools, but he didn't do that. And we shouldn't either. We shouldn't either. We just, you love people where they're at. Okay? Love them where they're at. And it'll, it'll make a difference, I promise you. I promise you. Well, I tell you, this has been a week. I've been praying more than I've prayed in any week in my life. You say, you that scared of it? No, I ain't even praying about that. I have, but... Just, I want to hear God. I want to hear what the Father says. I know what the news is going to say. I know what all that junk is going to say. And I don't, you, you may be, you may be a, but they ain't none of them. Sorry. If you love Fox, hallelujah. If you love CNN, hallelujah. But I'm going to tell you, I, I'm, I'm thankful. I ain't speaking against it. But I need to hear from him. I don't need to watch that and get my answers. I need to tap in to Him. Because when He speaks, I can grab a hold to it. Just like that night, and and I say this a lot, but I'm sorry, it's just when God showed up in my life. That night when I picked up my phone and I said, not today, it's over. And I hit that button and I called that woman right there. Debbie and I have been walking through some stuff this last week. And the other night, I got up, I was sitting on the couch, and um, I was doing a little studying and just on my computer, and, and, um, and I went, 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 in, went in the bedroom, and I just began to pray. I just began to ask the Lord about some stuff. I just talked to Him. I talked to Him about you. I talked to Him about our church, and what I need to do as your pastor, and, 
and all these churches closing and all, you know, and all this stuff. And I said, God, I don't want to be ignorant. You know, we got the trip this afternoon. I don't want to be ignorant, God. I don't want to be super spiritual. That no, you know, I don't want to do any of that. God, I'm not into that. I just need to hear from you. I don't care nothing about the news. I don't care nothing about what everybody's saying. I do care. But God, I need, I need you to speak. I need you to talk. I laid down on my bed. And the same thing had happened. Not in, the, not, in, not in the greatest as it was that night when I was with Bill Dingle and I were in, our, in my kitchen. Not, not, in that, not in that magnitude. But I laid on that bed. And there was two things I was really praying about. I was really seeking the Lord for my wife. I was seeking the Lord about this trip. And I said, God, I want to be obedient. I want to be smart. I want to have wisdom. And I don't want to operate out of fear. I want any of that junk. And the same thing, not in the same level, because that night, because it was the first encounter I had that way, that night, whoo, it was big. But the same thing as I laid on my bed praying, God done the same thing for me again. My wife walked in and I told her and we prayed. She laid down on the bed and I prayed over her. I prayed for her. Prayed for this trip. And that same lifting took place. Not to the measure it was that night. And I just looked at Debbie and I said, it's okay. I got peace about the trip and I got peace about you. And I said, the same thing that happened to me that night, God just done it again. And it's okay. It's okay. I preached a message to you a few months ago. And I just want to share this with you. I said this a while back. The days of coming here and me just taking a story out of the Bible and preaching it is over. I just don't do that anymore. Okay? We're living in days that you can't just come and church. You understand what I'm saying? Beth looked at me funny when I said that. You understand what I'm saying, Beth? We're in, we're in, we're in some, some days to where we can't come just preach. We got to come and get a word from God. You understand what I'm saying? Y'all, 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 y'all following me? See, I could come today and just preach on Jonah because that's what that's what. That's what we used to do. Okay, and I'm not being critical. I'm trying to get to a point here, but I want you to understand what I'm saying. We don't come and just preach. No, we've got to encounter Jesus. We've got to encounter, we've got to encounter His presence. And that's with all of us. Okay? 
I called out Beth because she, you know, she, me and her react together. <laughs> but I want to make sure. Because if it, if it, you know, I want Beth to understand it. I want John to understand it, what I'm trying to say. And sometimes I don't clarify myself. Okay? But the days of just coming to church, they're gone. The closer we get to the end times, and this may be that, I don't know. I shared that a minute ago. I don't know where we're at. But I'm going to tell you, those days are coming. <laughs> and we better get ready for those days. Things as normal. <laughs> I don't like that. I like normal. But I didn't choose when Rodney would come into the world. He did. He chose 1964. I know I don't look it, but I am. He chose that. For such a time as this, I would have rather been born in a time to where, on one hand I would, on the other hand I kind of, you know, the excitement of what's going to happen. But it was not much easier, but it would have been much easier in the spirit realm in some of those days to where you just lived 70, 80 years old farm and do a garden and plow and do all of that and die and go to Jesus. But we're not in that time anymore. You and I are going to live, we may see the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And this could be that. I don't know. I'm not saying it is or it's not. And if you believe it is, hallelujah. I don't have a problem with it. Okay, because it might just well be the beginning. It's coming sooner or later. And you and I must be ready. And that's why I preached this message a few months ago. That, and, and, and again, I'm not just preaching messages up. You're not coming to a church that's just doing church. And that's the point I'm trying to make in all of this. We're not just doing church. The days of just coming to church are over. You're fixing to walk into a battlefield. And the enemy is doing everything that he can and he's using everything he can to bring no hope in your life and no security and no faith and none of that. And he's doing whatever he can to, to wipe out the body of Christ. He's trying to separate us. He's trying to divide and conquer. And listen, it's so imperative, so imperative that we abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I preached that a few months ago and I had the big picture of the eagle. In Psalms 91 says, let's put that up there. Can you put that up there, Linda? I will say, he who dwells in the secret place. And I challenged you to find your secret place. And I said this, that the days are coming where storms are coming. And I didn't know when all of this was going on. And I still, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not a seer. I don't have that gift that I know of. I may have a little bit of it, but I, you know. God gives me what he wants me to see. But I do know that we're living in, in, in times that you as a church and me as your pastor and we as a family, we must dwell in the secret place of the Almighty and not just on Sunday morning. It's got to be 24-7 or you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. I don't care what kind of virus is out there. There's another one coming. 
There's another one coming. That's not the last one. That's not the first, and it's not the last. I must run to the cross. I must get to the shelter of the most high God. I must abide there. I've got to. When storms come up, when viruses come up, when, when the devil comes against me, I've got to have a place that I can run to. And you must have a place that you can run to. If you're not, you're going to be defeated in Jesus. You're going to be defeated in the enemy. And I say that in Jesus' name. You must abide in the shelter. And you must seek for truth. You know, I was singing a minute ago. They went to church every day. They gathered every day. That ain't a bad idea, is it? And don't take this condemning, because I'm not. Okay, I understand. I, I know this. I understand. I ain't even going to say it. I ain't going to say it. Just leave it alone. But I'm going to tell you. You don't have to gather here, which I love doing it. I love doing it. I was thinking a minute ago, boy, I just bring me up. Just let the praise team sing all day. Just bring my bed and put it over there. No, no TV, no news. Just let the praise team sing. I'll just lay down at night, go to sleep, and they buck can cook in the kitchen. <laughs> and the praise team can just keep singing. Just keep singing. They don't have to eat. They can fast and pray for 40 days. They say in 30 days it'll be over, and whether it's true or not, I don't know, but they could fast for 40 days and just sing, and we could just stay here and just bask in the glory of God and just have no, in the world, not even. You know, I don't even know what's going on. Probably what it was on the Mount of Transfiguration. And they said, why don't we just stay right here? No. It's good, but you can't. You got to go back down. Because what you're carrying, they need. They need. What you're carrying, hope. Not great theological truths. Please don't read more into that than what it is. I'm talking about your spirit more than I'm talking about your knowledge. Okay? What you get in here today, they need. He who dwells in the shelter will abide in the, sh in the shadows. I want to abide in the shadows. I was going to preach to you this morning from Joshua and the word that the Lord gave me for today. And I was going to walk through the book of Joshua and I'm going to finish up with it. But Joshua takes over for Moses. Moses dies, moves on. Joshua takes over. The Lord says, you be strong and courageous. Don't look to your right, don't look to your left. You just stay focused. And you be strong and you be courageous. And they go through, they cross the Red Sea. 
They win some battles. They disperse the land. Caleb gets his land. And it gets to the end of the book of Joshua when Joshua's getting ready to die. And I love this part because it's what I want you to do today. Joshua come along and he said, I want to share a message. I want to preach to you a little bit before I die. And the message was to renew the covenant. To renew your covenant. And this morning, I want you to renew your covenant. Praise band, come on up. I want you to renew your covenant. And I want, I want to read to you. I'm not going to read it all. I'm just going to, just the, um, the last, the last chapter, I mean the, the 14th chapter. Not 14, I'm sorry, 24. I, mean, I, I was going back to where I was at. Chapter, chapter, um, chapter 24. And in that, in that, Joshua begins to, Joshua begins to tell about all that, that happened. And then he begins to give them a warning about that the, the, the ones that your, your fathers served, the false gods that your fathers served. And he begins to tell, to remind them what God had done. And this morning, I want you to think back into your journey that you've been on of what God has done. And I want you to renew your covenant. I want you to renew your spirit. I want the spirit within you to be renewed this morning. In light of all that's going on out there, God is still your hope. And in, the last, in one of the last verses there, Joshua says, As it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served are on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. And I love this statement. And at the beginning of the week, when I begin, when I begin to, to pray over this, that's the verse the Lord gave me. As for me and my house, as for me and my house, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. As for me and my house. Joshua says, I don't know what you're going to do. I'm getting ready to go see Jesus. But I'm telling you, for me and my house, I'm going to serve God. And I'm declaring to you today, and I want you to declare it in your spirit. I want you to renew the covenant that's inside of you that God put in you. And I want you to remember some of those things that God brought you out of, that God blessed you with. And I want you to renew your covenant today and say, as for me and my house, I'm going to serve God. Not man, no one else. I'm serving God. Stand together. Stand together. Stand together. Sing this song, Waymaker, Miracle Worker. Promise keeper, light in the darkness. Yeah, light in the darkness. That's who he is. That's who he is. That's who he is. And he's my God. He's my God. He's my Savior. He's my healer. He's mine. Yes. Renew your covenant today. Renew your spirit. Sing it. Turn it up. Oh, uh-huh.
Yes, He's here. Moving in our hearts. I worship you, Lord. Worship. I worship you, Lord. Worship. Coronavirus, you must die in the name of Jesus. Cancer, you must die in the name of Jesus. Anxiety, fear, you must die in the name of Jesus. Greater is He that's in us. Yes. He's in this place. He's in this place. I worship you. Worship you like you've never had. You're not living in regular days. You're living in days of pestilence. You're living in the days of disease. Worship Him. Give Him honor and glory.
Maybe it's shoulder pain, maybe it's back pain, maybe it's cancer, maybe it's fear. I don't know what has declared victory in your life to the point that you have said, this is it, nothing's gonna change, it's fine, I'll just keep worshiping, but this is it. And I feel God saying, today, you need to declare victory, my victory over your life. You need to declare my name over your life. So God, today, we're not going to leave any longer under the victory of something else. No matter what the doctors have said, no matter what people have said, no matter how long have been struggling with this addiction, we need to victory Yeah, just come. Yep, yep, just come. Just come.